Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thanks for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack number 17. I apologize for the quality of my voice. I am using the built-in mic on my computer for reasons I won't go into, but I hope that the quality is not too terrible for you. I'm going to just be brief because this is another one of those one-shots where the production values are being ignored in favor of quicker posting, which is kind of silly because it's taking about as long for them to be posted anyway. But that's what happens when real life interferes. Anyway, today we are playing a game called Yesterday's Tomorrow's. It's from John Wick. There's a link in the show notes, as always, for the game. And I highly encourage you to pick this one up as well. This game is a lot of fun. We were testing it. I mean, we were not play testing it in any kind of official capacity, but we'd read the rules and we just decided we wanted to give this a go since Pat couldn't make it to the game. So, this game is a lot of fun. It rivals Wushu to me in how much fun it is to play and how freewheeling it is. Anytime anybody wants to give this game another go, I'm more than happy to do it. In fact, if there were some, just a couple rules additions made, uh, I, I could say this was equal to Wushu in its greatness for the pulp genre or the action genre. And I think you'll see why when you hear us playing it. I really had fun. In fact, listening to this while I was editing it reminded me of how much fun it was to play. Because things just... Well, you'll see. I will warn you, we don't finish the story. We ran out of time. There were a lot of Skype issues going on behind the scenes that didn't make it into the final cut. Because I didn't think you really wanted to listen to... Oh! We lost him again! Can we get him back? Uh, hang on. We're waiting. Let's see if he comes back. There he is! Oh, we lost her. Ah, crap. Little of that goes a long way, so I decided to to edit it out. So, we didn't finish the story, but we did do what we set out to do, which was give this game a run and see how she flew. And boy, I really enjoyed it. And I think the rest of us did too. And we do comment on that a little bit at the end uh, the only reason I bring it up now is because in listening to it again as I was editing, it reminded me just how great a time I had playing it. So, enough of this chit-chat. Let's get to the game. I probably won't be coming back at the end, so we're just going to bid you good night when we say good night as a group. Next week's game will not be Bureau 13. Instead, because I couldn't make it, <laughs> it's just been a whirlwind of can't-make-its and oopses and all kinds of crap. Ketamono has the patience of a saint. But in its place, we will be playing Tune next week. And I'm determined, despite its being a one-shot, Tune deserves our normal Monkeys Took My Jetpack treatment. So expect sound effects and all kinds of cool stuff next week. In the meantime, enjoy this. Without further ado, grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage, sit back, relax, and enjoy Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 17, Yesterday's Tomorrow's Today. Is Pat not here today? Did you not see his message? Oh, I no, I didn't see I it didn't either. I didn't read the email. I yeah, just he, he emailed to Gmail, and the poor thing, oh. they have all kinds of storms and whatnot, so he stayed in Columbus at the Comfort Inn, and their internet went down. Oh. His, his email is titled, Kill Me Now, Comfort Inn. <laughs> I, I didn't get it either. Oh. 
Yeah, it says uh, we're having bad storms and flooding in Ohio. So John says, why don't you stay in Columbus tonight for safety? Cool, I say. Only confidence. Internet is down. So I'm here and can't connect. So he says, Carl was last seen looking for an ice cream tr- ice cream truck. So maybe he's just lost. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'll buy drinks for everyone whenever we get together. Darn, our well-intentioned plans of having all the feedback done out the door now. <laughs> it just, Are you doing more feedback? Not meant to be. John and more Eric now. and I worked hard on that feedback. We did. Slaying. Wait, yeah. Even. And there's more. Well, only like two more. Is it? I thought there was more than that. I read Trilobite's uh, comments. Big T. Gotta call him Big T from now on. On the uh, Shattered episode. The that Big was... Bite. Not the Big Bite. The T Bite. <laughs> <laughs> the T Bite. Truly be. Yeah. Well, I totally yeah, forgot I about. Know. I totally forgot it was Monday until about twenty minutes ago. Well, and the thing that sucks is, maybe we may have to because we're stringing John along here, and yeah, I can't. I don't do. think I'll be gaming next week <laughs> because my friend's coming down from California, and he's going to be here till the twelfth. I don't know if he's going to be too keen on sitting around while I podcast for three hours. Yeah, Can't you just get him a pizza him. and put a DVD in for him? <laughs> yeah, maybe. So look, you rest up. Here's a nice bottle, book. Bottle of tequila. He'll be no problem. No <laughs> problemo. Yeah, but then I got to deal with him drunk afterwards, and that's not going to be fun for me. <laughs> well, yeah. but all right, actually, we all go away, and we say we try for May something. Well, we May can still game, night. even if we didn't. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. Yeah, Josh is ready oh. to run something. Well, I can yeah. probably whip up a wushu thing and. Yeah. Uh, yes, we can do that. I'm. Ha- I'm. I'm... <laughs> We're ignoring Nikki. Yeah. As usual. <laughs> okay. If Nikki doesn't want to play, she doesn't have to. We can do it no, without her. Have... We don't right. need Nikki to play a game. No, no, no. no. She can be the peanut gallery. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the peanut gallery. Speaking of peanut galleries, was there a gutter skype? Uh, gutter skypes. <laughs> I was uh, looking. I didn't notice. I didn't see one yesterday, but maybe. Was it the nope. fiasco? Who's the gutter skypes? The gutter skypes. Those guys. Other... Yeah. The other no, they, they didn't post. Oh. The gutter skypes. We played this Wednesday, so wouldn't it have already been up? Well, you did a fiasco. You did Josh, a fiasco. I say we sign in on this Wednesday say, and crash them. It's <laughs> not a bad idea. Thank you. That would actually be awesomely fun. We should play the villains. <laughs> it's tempting, isn't it? <laughs> that is very tempting. I got my flesh and blood game on Monday, on Wednesday, so. And I happen to have another podcast in that day. Oh, it's the TriTech podcast. I have no life. Oh. Right? I could be there. <laughs> yeah, I, could just be... Get a lot of, I could get a lot of people to crash in on it. You can be a special guest character, Chris. We'll whip up a Sex, Lies, and Ultra Spies guy for you. That's Perfect. what you're playing? Yeah. Well, I'd pay to come play. Perfect time to, to do it because we just finished our little teaser thing and we haven't gotten the mission briefing done yet. So this would be the time to get involved if you wanted to. They don't want me over there. I am sure they would not even mind. I'm the quiet one, though. That's good. Cause we got Nikki over there. so Yeah, so something's got to balance I'm out. I'm being quiet, so there. <laughs> we love I'm Nick. emulating Chris. New interview of Vincent Baker on The Walking Eye on Apocalypse World. Oh, cool. Are you sure that's oh. new? Is that, hasn't that game been around no, that, for... 
Apocalypse World has been around for about a year, but this is a new interview with ah, him for The Walking Eye. Walking Eye just finished up their game of uh, Apocalypse World. Oh, cool. i got to get back into that. Uh... That's a... God, I want to play that game, too. Uh, uh, well, I wish right, so what, are we, what are we doing today? That's I don't the... know. I can try and come up with a wushu thing real quick while everybody's doing feedback. Don't have a lot of feedback, sir. Yeah. There it is. Had I known we were going to be doing the one shot, I could have tried to toss together yesterday's tomorrow or something here. Recycle an old storyline with new characters. He didn't send me an email. So I, I didn't. I was totally. He loves honest. me best. Guess so. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's mostly just uh, having to review the rules. Did not remember how the rules go on this between oh, that. Oh hell, and we'll vamp for ten minutes. It's not that long of a PDF. <laughs> if that's your only concern. <laughs> No, seriously, if that's your only concern. I'm vamping. Besides, we got two trial bite posts, and then that's actually the only thing feedback we got left over. Yeah. And they're kind of long, so, you know, we have Nikki reading very slowly. Yeah, making characters for that, especially with the new rules, would take all of about probably 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I want to play champions. We've also got Fiasco, now that I think about it. We could play Octane. I like Octane. Yeah, I like Octane. It just doesn't... It's quick character creation. It's that. It's that. Not move Octane. Right now, I'm trying to find my copy of Yesterday's Tomorrow or Wilderness of Mirrors. They're not showing up in my files here. (laughs) They are. I know I've got the email in here somewhere. There we go. Order from John Wick. I'm going to read more feedback. That's not well, you all we, we have feedback, don't we, Nikki? So here it goes. I'll go ahead and share this while there is much reading of rules and whatnot. This is from Trilobite. Hello, Trilobite. Um, Hello. <laughs> and it's for it's for the shattered. And this is about shattered. And he has to say. Wow, this was a good one. Wait a minute, didn't we already read this? No. No. You sure? No. Yes, because yes. posted it like two days ago. All right, then. I'll start again. He said, wow, <laughs> this was a good one. It sounded like everyone had great feeling for their character and worked to advance the story because they were loving how it was going. Josh, you know how to work with what your players give you and give them something back to work with themselves. The sound production and editing were also top-notch here with just the right amount of and level of sound effects and music. Thank you. As we entered the tavern and pro. proprietors, some banter ensued about muskrat love. I wonder if any of you have heard the parody Muskrat Gloves. Oh, no. No, no but put it on the forums. Yeah, link it. I don't think there's a link. It just says muskrat claws. No, I'm saying, since he's obviously going to be listening to this, Trilobite, link it on the forums, which you can find at mtmjetpack.com. mtmjetpack.com. We followed up on it. Go ahead, John. Jinx! mtmjetpack.com. mtmjetpack.com. Monkey thingy. Go listen to it. It's great. So anyway, feeling like I'm reading. Fun? Oh yeah, I always remember forget you that. bullied me into reading. <laughs> yeah, get reading. Hush up. You read faster. But they're telling he's saying great stuff about you. I really liked what was done with the bugs. I was expecting them to be some sort of scrying device, especially the time taken for build up and the voice. It sounded like that even before post production, there was a good creepy voice in there. 
the way the mechanic story hook was brought uh, in, it was awesome. Brilliant work, Josh. And now I think I have to buy the book just to look this system over. It's a good book. Uh, it's system. You should. During that incident. Hey, was- tell Chad Undercoffler that monkeys took your jetpack sent you. Yeah. Yeah, the monkey show, monkey thing. You listen to it, and we and we sell books. Yeah, we need Frank, more swag. Yeah, <laughs> sparkly silver swag, please. We actually Frank, have some swag from TriTac Games that. Uh, that yeah. uh, Extra swag from our friends at TriTac. Hello, friends from TriTac. TriTac's amazing. Oh, yep. we love them. Frankly, I'm reading here. Frankly. Yeah, we always what? throw comments in as you go. You should come to expect that by now. You've been doing this for how long? Frankly, during that incident, I was surprised Reverend Ticker could talk. Thanks to Jared, though, there was no need to stand a death watch. This is embarrassing, but true. When the title event took place, I actually whipped my head around toward my computer from chopping scallions. You know them scallions? Most people call them green onions, but they're really scallions. Most folks call them green onions, but they're really scallions. I'd walked and shouted, No! I immediately laughed at what I've just done. But it's good storytelling when you can make someone do that. And honestly, the title helped adding tension as I waited. And oh. kudos to the Stan Freeberg reference there, sir. My respect for you has gone up even more than it already was. And Toledo? I still ain't made up my mind yet about Toledo! And finally, <laughs> and oh, Thomas, set value colon, payback equals bitch. Though Thomas's reaction to this is just something of a noble one and shows the depth of character one can sense just listening to it. Yeah. Something strange happened around 1.33 or so. I never thought I'd hear that word. Not from Princess Zephyr. I listened <laughs> and I have no idea what he's talking about. The only it thing was I... a technical problem with the recording? Is it I... rude? Did I say something I don't know. I no, you didn't say anything wrong. And I don't know. I'm try- I, was, I listened to it trying to pick up whether I edited something in such a way that you sounded like you... Either I'm too close to it and can't hear it or I don't know what he's talking... The only thing I can think is there's one point where you say you don't know anything about clockwork people. And I'm wondering <laughs> if maybe he thought you said something other than clock. But you definitely say clock, so... <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to have to go listen to it by own self. Maybe, well, maybe I, he can tell us maybe. in the next forum post. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe so, he's see, chopping... what the hell did I say? So, <laughs> yeah, he, he was, was chopping, chopping scallions at the wrong time. Most folks uh, call yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I have no idea, but I'm fascinated. So whatever you think I said, you know, send it to us, and uh, we, we need to know. Anyway, the bit with the times from 37 to spoon also made me smile. Oh, yeah. You're asking what time it was. Yeah. Oh, it's 37 to spoon. Oh, well, he was on looking his, at his, on his, on his watch. watch yeah. Which doesn't work properly. Doesn't work there at all. No, that was great. Superbly well done and a joy to listen to. Thanks all. Well, you are just so welcome. And the next one's from Trollobitey 2. No way! How cool is that? Well, all right then. And this is about Here to See the King. And he says, Oh, my... What am I doing to listening to all of these in such quick succession, other than having a great time, that is? This one was foot-stomping fun. I did want to bust up the conversation early in the issue, even though it reminded me of a song I rather like. Tim mentions confessions. Be warned, as, as it is not safe for work. Love to mention. We'll have to put that in the too. I don't know that song, but I love to mention. Well, we'll find it. 
I think there was some great interplay between the characters here. Jared and Hickory's reconciliation springs to mind, as does the entire issue of everyone getting used to Jared and vice versa. Pat is doing a great job with Webster, for whom I think the power of speech would be superfluous. Yeah, we think so too. Yep. The occasional bit of... Hmm. Elite. What is it? Short for elite. It means okay. good. The text speech that Jared's able to interpret... That is so irritating. All right, well, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) The description, no offense, China Bite, no offense, not to you, just the whole whatever. I'm obviously not a texting person. But the description, yeah, damn kids. The descriptions of acting and sound seem to be working very well as both characterization and communication. This episode also had good pathos. We do love our pathos. Without sliding over into bathos, for which we might have needed Greenos? Sorry, missed that joke. Oh, was that this episode? It was. That's right. Oh, taking baths. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. We're taking baths. In the, Boy, yeah. It's yeah, bathos. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that was just so dreadful. But, okay, now it's really funny. <laughs> and the slide into comedy was seamless. I especially liked the quick cut to Goblin Dave in the bit around one, one or so. Um, I'd like to add a question for Josh here, if I may. Josh, you You can't. He's reading. You can ask a question. All right. As I I can. All right. As a GM, I just cannot bring myself to do NPC NPC interaction, let alone make it amusing and useful like you do. Have you any tips? Oh, did you not answer? There's a big extended answer to that between Eric and I on the forums that I'm going to go into here. Yeah. AJ has graced you all with his wisdom in the forums. Run, don't walk to the forums. Yes. Work yourself in his marvelous wisdom. Go, Big J. Make sure you scrub under the pits with it, too. <laughs> oh, God. Rock on, dude. <laughs> You're the man. <laughs> well, I have to say, we have a great listener base. We do, yes. Feedback's done. Thank you, <laughs> Hello. I'm Computer King. Everyone knows heroes are nothing without the opposition of villains. But did you know that dozens of villains disappear every day? Villains, being creatures of ego, require attention to live. And when everyone ignores them, they can vanish from relevance, never to be seen again. But there is hope, and you can help. For just minutes a day, only a few hours a month, you can help villains remain relevant. Go to savethevillain.com, listen to the Into the Dark podcast, and read the articles, and you will be single-handedly helping villains to remain relevant. Look at Mumra here. He was fading from the public eye, in danger of disappearing. Then a kind soul in Hollywood pitched a Thundercats film and he's up and about, ready to cause trouble at a moment's notice. You too can be a lifeline in a villain's darkest hour. Go to savethevillain.com now and make a difference. Because without villains, heroes are just guys in funny suits. 
check out something really cool, you need to tune in to the TriTech podcast. What's that you say? TriTech? What's a TriTech? TriTech is one of the oldest role playing companies around. They make games like Friends with Euro 13, FTL 2440, Incursion, Hardwired Hinterland, Weird Zone, Beach Bunny Bimbos with Blasters. Designed for D20 and Savage Worlds, these games will kick your dice into overdrive. Whether you want to combat the denizens of the underworld, travel the galaxy, get crazy with bimbos, or travel the multiverse and do it all, TriTech has you covered. Go to TriTechGamers.com to see what it's all about. That's T-R-I-T-A-C-Gamers.com. And check out our weekly podcast at TriTechSystems.Podbean.com. Or simply enter keyword TriTech in iTunes. You're gonna love it. <laughs> Massachusetts nuts. <laughs> I hate Massachusetts nuts. <laughs> it, it's not my fault. <laughs> I didn't think they really controlled them like that. I'll take a fade point for that. That's funny. <laughs> And a key? Do I need a key for anything? Do I need a lucky key? Do I need a little chime ball for one of them? <laughs> Stop snickering! I don't know what I need. Um, Pierre, we miss you. Did you find a chance to bring any of that dynamite with you? I did indeed. Sadly, it is in our trunk. The trunk of this vehicle? We. <laughs> <laughs> Try the front door. Uh, the front door is locked. <laughs> I have a key. Oh, that'll do. The gutter skypes. I am going to try my darndest to run yesterday's tomorrow okay with okay. zero prep <laughs> but that and just shows what kind of guy you are shows what kind of players you got you can trust you can trust doing that okay i know a bunch of us had bought uh yesterday's tomorrow when it came out do i have it somewhere i don't I know if be. you do or not nikki i don't know either john did you have the new version or the uh oh, old i one? got the new version one of the zeppelin on the front Yep, yep, in black and white. Yep, okay. Oh, you guys have I, a new version? Yeah. I got I, it. I got it last... Oh. Or was I that ever... last May. Yeah, this one just came out. He clarified some things and made it much more user-friendly, in my opinion. So uh, the version I have will not work? It'll be fine for a reference for character generation. The setting I had in mind, unless you all really want to do the generic Spirit of the Century pulp, capital P, it's pulp! setting. I've had an idea in my head for what I was calling Martian Noir where basically in the ill-defined future Earth has set up colony on Mars uh, it's one city called Ares City that is kind of a 1950s 1930s you know, noir big city like a little slice of San Francisco or LA plopped into the Martian desert big high rises run by big corporations runs most of things, mostly through mining precious Martian minerals. Spaceships come in and out a couple times a week to take ore and whatnot back and forth from Earth, but other than that, there's not a whole lot of space travel in the setting. What's left of the Martian civilization 
It's kind of your John Carter type Martians. It's kind of fallen into decadence. It's kind of got an Eastern exoticism flair to it. Their civilization's dying. It's kind of fallen into decadence and decay, which just made it all the easier for Earthlings to come in and set up shop. But that's the bare bones of the setting idea I have. I don't have a whole lot of it flushed out yet. What kind of characters would we be playing? Just miners? It's the standard noir setting with private eyes, gumshoes, adding in some mad scientists because it is a sci-fi setting, casinos and everything. The mining operation is just kind of like the backdrop Hmm. of the setting. It would be your basic pulp noir adventures just happen to be set on Mars with you know, Martians substituting for in for like the Chinese, for instance, or whatever kind of yellow peril stuff you'd want in. Okay. Like I said, I haven't really fleshed out much yet because it's just been kind of simmering in my mind. But then that gives you guys freedom. Yeah. With great freedom comes great responsibility. I hate freedom. Yeah. It's another word for nothing left to lose. <laughs> yeah, Bobby McGee. <laughs> One of those days. Well, I've been thinking of for a character is a Donya Luck hypnotist, the great Fatom, who somehow comes up stuck on Mars. Him and his assistant, Gina. Well, the amazing Gina. (laughs) (laughs) And he's been working the Kearney circuit, and he's now here on Mars. That's certainly if he's something looking for a new start or something, (laughs) he could certainly put to Mars, or Mars needs entertainment. Yeah. Mars needs women. And apparently Mars needs, needs moms, too. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the Martians would uh, certainly have kind of like a tie-in on like actual mystic powers and all that, because I'm picturing them kind of like with uh, right. strange alien science, which is more like magic. Okay, but I'm trying to figure out how many points do I get to spend? What you do, you've got your four styles. Yeah. Over here. You got action, science, mystery and romance. One of them you stat at five, one you put at four, one you give at three, and one you give at two. Yep, I'm going to put mystery at five and romance at four, so that purge covers this primary two styles. But how many points do you get to spend on the actual stuff? You get five. On the, uh, oh, go Josh, on the sorry. advantages? Yeah. Yes, you get five total. Oh, yeah, this is what he thankfully... Thank you, John Wick. Thank you changed from the previous one two three four okay so ah so i can actually i can double up on one of them yes and you can only take the special advantage in your uh, rank four or rank five Ooh, that is a companion count companion is not the special you've got specials you got companion you got talent and you got reputation types the special one is got special special in the parentheses companion you can take from any of them but it does count as one of your five advantages. Takes counts as one of your five. Okay. Hey, but Josh. You, yes, sir. You create my character for me. One, two. Mm-hmm. Want me to? I'm sitting here trying to do this form. I'm not very. We'll good all to... create one for you. <laughs> you want to be a boy or a girl? Okay, I better start making a character. Damn it. Okay, let's see. Yeah. So, what's my flair? Okay. Oh. Tennessee Jackson. Tennessee That's Jackson. Let's see. He's from Vermont. <laughs> yeah. Is he a, a lip cracking archaeologist? Because that would fit. Yeah, he wasn't going to be, but perhaps he should be. Because I was originally going to do Action Man, but 
Oh, speaking of action man in that tone, have you heard the latest Dakota Ring Theater? Yeah, the one of Ma- I love Mad Monkey. Yeah, that was one of the best episodes in the series, I think. That was I didn't brilliant. like Mad Monkey first time I heard him, but I have grown to like him as I listen to more and more of them. Yeah. Just badly wants to be his arch enemy. And he's the only one I know of who is immune to uh, Red Panda's hypnotic ability. And now amplifies it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he's probably been in it more uh, than any other villain, maybe even other than the genie or Von Schlitz, but I think he's more than them. I just saw one of the quotes in this game. Can I use one of my senses to increase my danger and get apparel? Yes. Some players may look at this system and say, I could fully tweak this to become a peril generating machine. To them, I say, go play GURPS. <laughs> okay, character, damn it. Gotta make my character. Okay. I'm actually almost done for once. Uh, what? Tennessee, Tennessee Jones? Or Tennessee, Tennessee Jackson. Jackson. I'm thinking either a whip cracking archaeologist or some slick talking card player. I don't know. We'll go with the whip cracking archaeologist. Like a- I'm just counting my serial names now. Oh. oh, I forgot about that. Okay, first of all, Styles 5. What do you got going there, Nikki? I think that I'm going to be a man of romance by the name of Montgomery Swift. And so I also get a title, I guess, for my reputation. So I'll be Lord Montgomery Swift, I suppose. Which doesn't really fit, though, does it? Sir? Anyway, and I want to be a ballroom dance instructor and bodyguard and fashion plate trendsetter. Wow, full plate. I don't know <laughs> what, which style is has to do with? Well, that's what maybe knowledge. maybe it doesn't. Oh, science. science. <laughs> okay, I think it had to do with inventing things, but if yeah, okay. Well, if you can be a whip cracking archaeologist. You'll have you, you either have you have action four science five or action five science four. Yeah, I'm going that way. I think my motto will be one, two, three, dip. And my three flares will be a deep, soothing voice, handsome, crooked grin, and haunting blue eyes. And I get a valet named Riven, spelled Ruthven, but pronounced Riven. <laughs> Very proper British valet. We'll gather gossip, overhear conversation, and deliver love letters. Ooh. Mm. Yes, and I'm trying to come up with the name of my cereal. Frosted oh, Flakes. You can... Yeah, actually. Ah. Uh, 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 <laughs> dashingly daring, he'll dance his way into your heart and send the bad guys home with their teeth in a bag. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I think I'm done. That's all I have to do, right? Yeah. Do you want us to post our characters? Or? Yeah, if you could. All right. I do we have to do risks? Is there something we have to... No, risks okay. are the actual uh, mechanic. Okay, so now you want me to type this, do you? Oh, lordy. If it's not too much trouble, Nicole. Okay, make sure. You know it's not easy for me. Do, am I a lord in this game, or shall I skip that? You can that? be a lord, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of immigrants. I was a lord, right? Just say you're a Nobody lord. No one's going to argue with you. They're like, oh, I guess he's a lord. <laughs> He has a title, but maybe not the family money anymore. Yeah. You get a Thanks, total John. of six advantages, I guess. What? Because it says you have five points to assign to advantages. That means you get five of them. Each advantage is found on your particular style. You can have an action advantage, a science advantage, mystery, mystery advantage, romance advantage. 
and then it says you get five. Then below that it says you also get a bonus advantage from your highest style. This can be, but does not have to be, the special advantage for that style. Yeah. Each advantage oh. costs one point and gives you a bonus listed under description. Yada yada. Oh, okay. Then I'll just bump one of these suckers up I got. Oh, yeah. I'll bump that up. So let's make that two instead of one. There. I don't... Do they have... Wait, they don't... I don't think you can. You don't bump them up. There's not an assignment. It's just you, you either have an advantage or you don't. Yeah. Oh, you're right. That, that was the change from the last... Last set, yes. original version. Yes. And that was a big irritant for everyone. <laughs> yes, it was. I remember us bitching about that. Because uh, some of them did and some didn't. That was the weird thing. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of consistency in there. Ooh. I'll take one from Romance. Then... Little white lies. The best way to con somebody is with the truth. I really don't need a companion. Josh, I'll take off fashion plate trendsetter. I'll just be a ballroom dance instructor and bodyguard. Okay. Oh, cool. I can have... Okay, I'm going to do that then. I'm going to just take something right out of the book. Because why be original? The hell fun is there in that? Action 5. Fighting style. Whip. Chris, did you really want me to make your character for you? Well, I'll be a little bit behind, but well, I've I'll got one. On mine too, so. <laughs> I've actually got one, unless you. All right. Okay. It's up to you, Chris, because I'm still working on mine as well. Yeah, if you want to send me one, I'll play it. It's right up hmm. there. Okay. Anyone have mysteries as their primary uh, style? Me. Okay. Don't forget, mysteries works a little differently than the other ones. Instead of getting extra dice. You get to do stuff that yeah, and that's well, ro romance. Cars, yeah. That's romance four. I don't know why I type five. That's romance four. So I'm pr Professor Sorry. Thaddeus Q Quantum. Oh, are you going to take it? Because if you weren't, then I said I was thinking I'd say I, Josh. I'll take it. <laughs> why are you stealing my character? Because you were going to make your own, <laughs> and you were leaving it there on the table, just ignoring it. You didn't want it. What's nice about this system is you can have people who are have like have the same thing, but as long as they have different secondaries, it kind of works out. Yeah. What is a normal... The special style does plus three dice. Talents do what? Plus two? Yes. Or is it, okay. But I have a shitty reputation. It's the best kind. Can I have a flying car hit. in this setting? Yes, you may. Sweet. <laughs> I have no idea how the hell that fits in with the Whip-cracking archaeologist, but I get a flying car, so I don't care. But it's not the latest model. It's like like the model from like 10, 20 years ago. Yeah. Archaeologists don't make a whole lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> so, Professor Quantum... So, what do we call the Great Phantom? Do we call you the Great? Do we call you Phantom? Do we call you Tomy? What do you like to go by? <laughs> well, normally when he's not in his persona, GP... GP? Yep. Call me GP? Yep. <laughs> All right. Otherwise, I am the great Fantome! Man of mystery! Very mysterious. Wow. And right. this is my lovely assistant, Gina. The amazing <laughs> Gina. Glad to meet you. So we're fiend. Um, oh, reputation. Archaeological. So, what can you do with companions? Okay, so that's Monty's group of stats. One, two, three. I got two more. What I have to do stats for companion? 
They're like minimal stats. Oh my god. Now, <laughs> one of the talents <laughs> under science is vehicle, but there's also the driver talent. So if I took... If I took driver talent... Now I'm min-maxing, damn it. If I took driver talent as one of my actions and vehicle... I forget how that works in the game. I'm trying to... There's something he says about people who have two appropriate talents that could be applied. I'm trying to remember what it was. I think... You, you use one and not the other. Oh, you have to pick. Yeah. So there's really no point yeah. in having things that apply to both. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and the driver will be useful in things if you're not driving your uh, flying car. Like, yeah, and true. the thing is, you can have a car. It just you can't have a special car. This is a special car. Well, that's why it's flying. Yeah. You're on Mars now. Maybe all the cars fly. Maybe it's not special. Maybe having a terrestrial car is what's oh, special rain on, on Mars. My parade. I want to. You know it. Sure. We're closing as we speak. <laughs> I need a GM ruling on this so I can continue with my character. Do we have... Should, is it worth... Well, you're still going to look. I wrote an entire adventure and Chris's character, and you're still working on yours. What the I hell? know. My character's awesome, too. That's because I keep getting distracted by you people. Okay. <laughs> Flying car. Is it, yes. something, is it something that is pretty normal, or is it something that would be a special thing for... Do you want to put points into it as a vehicle? I was thinking about it. Then, if you do, then you've got the only flying car. Sweet. Okay. Otherwise, see? Cooperative world building. Hot damn. Okay. (laughs) Am I a professor of medicine? You're a professor of many things. You're the professor. Just like Roe Hinckley. Right. Or the doctor. (laughs) I I have an atomic automobile. Yep. Yeah. Who doesn't? Uh, That's a bonus. So then Brawler... Driver. But it doesn't fly, huh? Archaeology, no. reputation, yeah, and vehicle. goes incredibly fast. It just leaves a Chernobyl wherever it goes. Rock on, I'm okay with that. <laughs> and you know what? Whatever you want to describe an atomic automobile is doing, it's atomic. It can do a lot of things. Just remember the Batmobile. It was an atomic automobile, too. Atomic batteries, the power, turbine, the speed. Yep. Okay, I have nothing in mystery and romance, but I don't care. Okay, let's see. What else do I have to do? Cereals? Ever-present fedora, dashing debonair smile, and... Um... Shit. Oh, well, if you want a good skill. (laughs) That's for sending off the bad guys in a hurry. It'll be Cropolites instead. (laughs) Pearl-handled 45. Mm. Take that from the six shooter. Although I don't know if his gun was actually a forty-five. I guess all the guns in westerns are pretty much forty-five or forty-fours. Though the thirty-eight was kind of common too. Uh, which is a great radio show. If you ever get a chance to hear Jimmy Stewart in the six shooter, it's an awesome show. And the only reason I know this because the, the 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 space eighteen eighty-nine group has been having discussions about pistols. Ah. I got Space 1889 right there, not two feet away from me on my shelf. I have both the new Red Sands edition and the original edition. This is the original version. Did you get the uh, Marcus Rowland's updated version of his Wood Adventure? No, I I bought this for five bucks at a used bookstore like ten years ago. (laughs) To be honest, I like Full Light Full Steam better for Victorian space opera. Ah, Does it use cards? Full Light Full Steam? Yep. No. Cool. Have to yeah. check it out. Yeah. 
Chadwick has been talking about actually revamping the series again, making it a little darker, more steampunky. No! I don't want dark with my steam-powered spaceships flying to Mars. I want Victorian romance. I don't want the dark and moody Yeah, Edgar-like. I am so sick of almost every role-playing game, it seems like, that comes out anymore. It's dark setting of apocalyptic... Just, what, what the hell? It makes you want to just... I don't know. I like my... Those ones that keep winning awards, though, are things like Hollow Earth Expeditions and whatnot. Yeah. Well, there you go. Now, there's a good system, the Ubiquity system. I don't know why I haven't had us play that oh, more. I liked what little bit I've played of Hollow Earth. Yeah, it's oh. pretty fun. Especially Actually, for a GM, because you don't have to roll any dice. You just take the average and go, oh, there you go! Dynamite's yeah. the trunk of this car? Oh, that was so fun! I enjoyed that game. I actually played I was at a convention, and I killed a T-Rex with nothing but a Bowie knife. Wow! How the hell did you manage that? Very difficultly. Pure masculinity. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got into his back, and I, basically I severed his spine. Had to pound the thing through the vertebrae. Eric, are you done? Yep. It took me hardly any time to do my character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had a little help there, Sparky. No, he's Lord. He's the professor. Thaddeus. What's the Q stand for? Um, Trustworthy. I'd tell you, but I'd have to kill you. Good answer, Quincy. I'm not telling you. That's actually what Q. I'm not telling you. Yeah, the Q Quincy is always what Q stands for when I put a Q in someone's name. How many other options are there? Really, Quentin. Yep. Quentin, Jinx. Quentin, Quiz, Cuisinart, Quince, Cuisinart. <laughs> Quality. Okay, did that come oh, to yeah. everybody? Queen. There he is, Tennessee Jackson, man of action. That's right. I don't have flair. I totally forgot about flair. Ah, I see you're not done. Ah! Don't make me smack you, sir. Ah, like Let's you could. See. I'm all the way over here. Ow! Damn it. <laughs> well, you know, I, since he's a professor, you know, he had the tweed jacket with the leather patch elbows. I'm Hope, Professor uh, Thaddeus Q. That's okay. I'll create my flare as we go. Fair enough. Coke bottle glasses. I want my flying car to have wing doors. I better get some dice out, hadn't I? The oh, the uh, D6s? Yep. Uh, yeah, to be honest, it, it's even or odd, so any dice will oh, work. Oh, that's ah. true. Hot damn. How many dice you need? Really want thirty or forty dice sixes should do it. Yeah, Yeah, that should be enough. Well, it's even odd, so you gotta say ahead of time what's going to be your success. Well, I'm assuming if it's an even number, it's even. If it's not, yeah, but you gotta say before you roll. You can't roll your dice and think, okay, even numbers are successes. (laughs) I just rolled seven evens and three. I think it says every even. It's every even number. They're even. Ah, okay. Okay. They clarified it. Okay, let's crank this baby up. Yeah. Right. Hold on, let me hold, calm down. Calm Got about now. Dazzle me. Oh, criminy. All right. Okay. <laughs> he says the game sessions normally the stories usually only take an hour or two, so I think we're gonna yes. be okay. Yeah. All right then. So I am the great Phantom. I'm going to tell you a story that happened to me while I was on Mars. Hold on, let me... <laughs> Is Nikki here? Yeah. Um, oh, Hello. Yeah. She's been unusually quiet. Let me read over these guys really quick here. 
that, that, that. That was really quick. I didn't understand a word you said. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, like a speed reader or some jive. Some I have to jive. slow it down. Some yeah. jive talking. Let's do a quick roll call. Since we yeah, doing that. Brain totally frozen. Hair. No, no. Yo. Who's your... This blind Bueller. geek, and I'm playing Tennessee Jackson, archaeologist slash adventurer. This is Chris. I am playing Thaddeus Q Quantum, and I am a professor of many things, and I have a kick-ass car. <laughs> Josh is the GM who needs no introduction. I am Josh. I am the GM. I need oh, no whoops. introduction. Sorry, also John. known as Big J. John comes before Josh, and I screwed that up, so my apologies. <laughs> Okay. No, no one calls me Big J. Big J yeah. the GM? Oh, come on. The nefarious <laughs> Big J. <laughs> anyway, I'm John Ryer. I'm playing the great phantom, a masked man of mystery. Actually, you know how this works. I didn't screw up because Katamono starts with a K. So, <laughs> see? There you go. Look at you getting out hey. of it. Yeah, Look exactly. Out. Hot damn. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Nikki. Last but not least, it is I, Nikki, and I'll be playing Lord Montgomery Swift, ballroom dance instructor and bodyguard for hire. One, two, three, dip. This is where you take it, Josh? I know, yes, thank you. I'm dip. writing down now. <laughs> All right. Airy City. Huge, sprawling human metropolis rising from the deserts of Mars. Individual Martian settlements and little petty kingdoms are still scattered about here and there across the deserts and mountains. There are golden castles and ancient machines falling into disuse as the uh, Martian culture forgets and ignores their usage. Warring tribes and factions vying for what little is left of the uh, Martian aristocracy. While the Phobos Company on Mars, from Earth, still mines precious elements that make space travel possible. But you guys are in the better part of Ares City, where indeed the great phantom, hypnotist extraordinaire... Hello, I am the great phantom. ...is putting on a show <laughs> for the elite and well-fed of Ares City. I shall make it so that you do not feel when I plunge the pin into your arm. <laughs> <laughs> and Professor Quantum is there, being a respected member of the community. I'm one of the elite... That's right. Cool. You're one of the ranking professors there at a uh, Martian U University. Martian University. Mars U. Home of the fighting flying saucers. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee Jackson, an archaeologist, is also there for much the same reasons. As is Lord Montgomery Smith. Swift. Swift. But that's all right, my good fellow. Pleased <laughs> to meet you. Lord Montgomery Swift. Also in the audience, trying to hang on to what little bits of his blue blood he has left. <laughs> Are you related to Taylor? I beg your pardon? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a dance instructor and bodyguard for hire. I do not work with clothes. I got it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I laughed. I did too, but I was ignoring it. Oh. <laughs> Phantom. Yes. What are you doing up there? What's the big part of your show? Oh, this is where I hypnotize the amazing Gina, and then I use her as oh, a... What kind of show is this? Sorry. 
No, no, you know, I'm doing the, the standard, you know, hypnotizing the assistant so she becomes rigid and then float her up in the air. And, you know, of course, it's all tricks. But yeah. right, right. My first wife did that, too. Five feet above the covers. <laughs> <laughs> she barks, she drools, she claws. What? But, uh, as Gina rises slowly in the air, the oohs and ahs of the astounded crowd. Yep. Suddenly there is a crash and a uh, shower of broken glass as the skylight smashes in from above and a shadowed figure comes tumbling out of the night sky, smacks into Gina. Oh, and she spins around on the little contraption as he's on. <laughs> <laughs> Getting all tangled up. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Back. No, I'm just and the person crashes into the ground. The person who fell through the sky. Clash. With a sickening thud and crack. Oh my. Is and he dead? Panic. He's a what? Start crowds in a panic. I reach down and put two fingers on his throat, you know, to see if I can feel a pulse. The girl. It's a back. girl? And her oh. green skin and red eyes mark her as a Martian. Ah, then I moved the fingers over speaking, a little bit. Speaking blue, blue, that's right. <laughs> we don't have any problem with the atmosphere right now, do we? No, no, there's atmosphere on Mars. Oh, okay, cool. Of course there's Mars. Mars. Pulp Mars, that's right. Do I get a pulse, or is she gone to the great but beyond? It's fluttering. She's dressed in the leathers of a desert warrior, wearing looks like an aviator's cap with the goggles on it. And she's got a busted ray gun on her hip. And she's clutching a burlap wrapped package to her chest. I look up and say, Hey, is there a doctor in the house? Give me a doctor. <laughs> I walk up. Yes. I think she's hurt. Can you help well, let me? Her? I'll check on her. <laughs> what happened to the great Phantomas? <laughs> That's only when he's performing. That's right, dude. I love it. I love it. So, Josh, I'm going to. Check her out and maybe do some first aid. All right. Did he get a peril for that? He's not in peril yet. Well, unless he wants his to put himself in peril. Is. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Phantom. Oh, so I get a point of peril. You got a point of peril because you're standing right under a lots of glass come raining down on you and your companion. Yes. To say nothing about, she's all tangled up in the wires. Oh yes. Oh my goodness. Gina's all tangled in the wires and she doesn't look good at all. <laughs> oh, he's missing. Help you, Phantom! Don't worry, dear. Okay, I'll get you out of there. I'll get you out of there. Don't, don't, quit moving. Okay. Oh, pardon me. Okay, I gotta put my hand down there, okay? All right, all the way. All right. Yeah. <laughs> She's way up in the air, of course. It's hard for you to get to her exactly and lift her up properly. Her are getting tighter around her neck as she's. I go to the mechanism and try to bring her back down. Tennessee Jackson rushes through the panicking crowd to get to the stage where he's performing. That crowd is, that crowd is really uh, panicky and pushy. They shove and jostle you around. Take a point of peril. But Lord Montgomery fight. Swift is right beside him, helping to elbow aside the thundering herd. Quick, man, we've got to get to that stage. Help those poor women. Professor Quantum, she looks badly injured. Uh, you notice the telltale burns on some of her skin from uh, ray guns. And it also looks like she's got a couple of deep cut wounds. To say nothing about falling, however far she fell, 
through the window. She doesn't look like she's going to pull through. Oh, no. Oh, I look up at the two gentlemen running up. I need your help. We need to get her to a hospital now. Stat. She grabs your uh, lapels there with surprising strength, Quantum. I look down. She says, don't let him get the artifact. Oh, artifact. (laughs) She says, kind of trying to press the bundle into your hands that she has. Is it a bundle I could put in my pocket? No. It's about the size of, uh, say about twice the size of a football. Okay. And about that time... Oh, okay. Oh, what were you going to do, Eric? I was going to cash in my point of peril and try to use my reputation as an archaeological genius to uh, convince the crowd to part for me. Make way, make way. I'm I'm a scientist. You can try and do that. Go ahead and roll your science plus your reputation. Okay, Actually, no, because it would be your uh, romance plus two for your reputation. Oh! Oh, is reputation a romance thing? I put it in the wrong... No, reputation is for both, but you're trying to convince people. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, I see. Oh, hey, I can do that, too. Okay, so that's Good. romance is two, and then I get two extra dice for my... Uh, okay. And we got two successes. Two successes. All right, so you get to state two facts about... What goes on here? Okay. One of them should be whether or not they actually part for you. Okay, they part before me as I walk through the crowd, but best as I'm about to reach the stage, I feel the cold steel of a gun barrel pressed against the back of my neck. All right, take a point of peril. Okay. Now, how do you work that? No, I got it. No problem. <laughs> Lord Montgomery Swift. The crowd hey. parts. You're like, oh, hey, a scientist, huh? Well, we'll get out of his way then. <laughs> <laughs> Except for one guy, you see a man in a black overcoat and a fedora pulled over his head. And you notice he's got green skin and his red eyes glint in the shadows. And he's got a spiky ray gun jammed in the back of Tennessee's... Back in the neck. Back in the neck, He grins evilly. You'll stay right where you are, Tennessee Johnson. How far away is he from me? Not too far. No? Nope. And so I see this and I hear this? You do hear and see this. <laughs> it looks like he's pulling another device out of his pocket. <laughs> I want to do a pas de shah, which will totally cover the ground over to where he is. I do not I can... know what that is. Oh, it's a wonderful dance step kick sort of thing. It's, it's kind of great. It's kind of like a leap and a hop, and you extend your leg and you kick out. It's really great. Very graceful. Looks fabulous. So I do a pas de shah, and just as I get there, I do a judo chop to uh, his arm and a spin kick and knock the other thing out of his hand and, okay. and say, my good man, don't you know it's well, dangerous? Okay, okay, okay. No, I get the... <laughs> no, I get to say what happens, unless yes. you want to spend you buy, But I've got many dice, because I've got four for action and two for using my title. Ah, uh, yes. We better explain the rules for the podcast listeners and for Nikki. All right. Uh, and and so, for me. The way this game... Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, I thought, we Chris, all... I thought you'd read it already. <laughs> I had made the assumption... I did about 40 games ago. Well, the yeah, different kind of now. Okay, anyway. I had made the assumption, uh, just because I wasn't... Because my brain's not bringing well, that everyone had read it. It's a long damn time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Damn it. The way this works, if you don't spend any of your peril points, let's just assume this was just a run-of-the-mill action, you state your intention, like what you're trying to do, and then the game master narrates the outcome of what happened. The only way you get oh. influence whether you succeed or not is if you spend peril, then that means you can roll dice... 
and whatever your style rank is, you get that mm -hmm. many dice plus an applicable talent that gives you two more. So, what you were describing, what's your action style, Nikki? Four. Okay, so you would have four dice, and if you had any talent that would help you with that, you would actually add two dice to that. So you'd roll six dice, and then every even number counts as a success. And for every success you get, you get to narrate one fact about what happens. Yep. And you get peril by either you putting your character into peril, or me putting you into peril, or another player putting her. Whenever mm -hmm. your character is in peril, some kind right. of dangerous situation, right. you get points of peril. But I don't have. Can we any start with any points. You do not start with any, but I'm working right now to try and put you all in the peril. Gotcha. So, so basically, all I can say is that I want to make an amazingly cool dance move to cover the distance. And I tell you whether or not it works or not. Thwart. Um, all right. So um, thwart the bad guy, Lord Montgomery. Yo. You sashay up, spin and kick. Potter It means cat step. You potter <laughs> <laughs> up to him, spin and kick. Yes. Um, you kick him out of the way. However, his ray gun goes off, blasting the rafters above, which set on flame. Now everyone's got a point of peril. Oh, crap! Oh, lovely. Every time we play, no matter what game, we always end up burning something down. <laughs> <laughs> the talent. Fire! Fire! <laughs> oh, got to play Dresden Files a couple weeks ago, and they blew up a building. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he always does. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was genre appropriate. So true to life. All right, the guy glares at you from up the ground, and he presses the little red button on the other device he had. Red buttons are. And never that's about anything. the time then that busting through the doors comes twelve humanoids in matte black armor with helmets of glowing red visors. <laughs> There's a pulp name I need to use sometime. How big are they? Are they are they small yeah. or are they? <laughs> that's awesome. uh, they're, like, they're the size of large humans. They're not like giant size, but they're like oh, that's a big guy. Thank you. And they're all carrying uh, rifles, radium rifles. Now you all get another point of peril because something that's on fire. Better start raining this shit down. Okay, so we got. So as it stands in right now, panicked crowd. Well, kind of somewhat. The panic was the crowd had parted, but then now they're all panicky because there's fire and goons. There is Gina hanging, yeah, strangling about 10 feet off the yeah. off the uh, stage floor. Uh, a dead or dying woman on the stage. Fire, goons, and that's about the time. Oh, what the heck. You see, up above, the moons, before there are two of them, get <laughs> shadowed as what looks like a giant dirigible of some sort. <laughs> hovering over the building. Okay. Uh, my, Let's give me another point. I've got three now. As Just you another night on the town. I have four. As, uh, <laughs> as uh, uh, Chris, you see bristling from its underside, telltale jagged antennas of focused energy weapons, large scale. Hmm. From whose underside? The underside of the dirigible floating over the, over the theater. Oh, crap. <laughs> All right, so what do you do? Well, my first thought is for Gina. So I'm going to spend a point of peril, but I'm going to run over and grab a couple chairs. I'm going to balance them. And I'm going to try to build a little balanced chair so I can get up there and get up there and <laughs> use my pocket knife to start cutting wires. All right, that sounds like an action move to me. 
Yep, I don't want to get three of dice in that, but hey. Nope, I got two successes. All right. So, so my first one, I, I, I'm able to build, climb up my little rickety bounce chair thing, and, and I'm successfully cutting the wires, which, of course, separate, and Gina comes tumbling out, but not completely. The one holding onto her uh, one leg is still attached, and she's swinging back and forth now across the stage, screaming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, and of course, when that happens, I, of course, I fall down because the chairs collapse. <laughs> there you go. Take a point of peril then. Yep. All right. Chris, what are you doing? I'm going to look around and I'm going to spend a point of peril to grab the artifact from her. I will protect this for you. And I grab her ray gun at the same time. Okay. I'm going to run over. What's your character's name again, John? The Great Phantom. I'm going to run over and grab him by the arm and help him up. I'm going to say, here, use your talents. Hide this package. Okay. Ooh, uh, you don't have to spend a point of peril. And That's then I'm going to cover him with the, the ray gun awesome. and fire at one of the, the closest bad guys. Okay, that is a good thing to spend a point of peril on. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that would be action for shooting. Okay. I only have three dice in it, so I'm not a good shot, but I'm going to fire anyway. Give it a shot. Two successes. Two successes. So the first success, if I'm understanding this rule system, is one of the big guys with the rifles, whatever you called them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to hit one in the square of the chest All right. with the ray gun. And then I'm going to... I saw all those guys coming up, correct? Right. Um, the other characters. We need your help. Please defend this package. And that's pretty much all I'm going to do. All right. Nikki and or Eric? Hmm? Nikki hadn't gone in a while. Go ahead, Nikki. <laughs> oh, thanks Go, so much. So, so I... There's I goons bearing down at you, aiming their rifles levelly at you. Sure. I give the professor a quick wink. And how big was the guy that I've thrown on the ground? Not too big. Right. So I grab him by one arm and one leg, whip him up into the air, and yell, do do and take a quick spin and hurl him at the oncoming guys with the rifles. Uh, he's going to schluff out of his trench coat and avoid your attack unless you want to spend peril. Sure. Take right. one. Spend your peril. Golly, that sure sounds like action. Doesn't it just? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bow to your partner. Bow to the gent across the hall. Ah, uh, crap, I only got one. All right. Oh. So basically it's going to be, uh, do you succeed or not at throwing it into the people? I do. I do at least hit them. I don't know how much damage okay. he does, but I do at least toss him into the crowd of oncoming guards. Right. Okay, you smash into him. It doesn't seem to slow them down much, though. He kind of dusts himself up. It's like, the woman's on the stage. She's got the artifact. Kill anyone who gets in your way! (laughs) (laughs) And he runs out the front door where they're coming in. Okay, so I can state my intention, you state an outcome, and I can override that by spending a point of peril at that point, or do I have to... Yeah, basically, oh no, I don't think so, pal. Okay, that's what I... I just haven't read it in a while, so I wanted to make sure. Okay, my plan is, since these goons are coming at me with... Or several of them, I'm assuming, are coming at with radium rifles, I unfurl my whip, and the whip arcs through the air and wraps around one of the rifles, 
and yanks it out of the goon's hand, and I catch it and start firing. Why why, why, why don't don't you roll some... uh... Alright, let me spend a point of barrel then. Yeah, it's hard not to get carried away. Action is five, and then I've got three because of my whip fighting style. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, yes! Wow. That whip comes into play, and yeah. Yeah, Uh, let's see, however, maybe not. (laughs) Let's not speak too soon here. (laughs) I got a grand total of two! Successes. All right. Take two uh, facts about your outcome here. Okay. I whip the gun out of the goon's hand and catch it. So I now have a radium rifle. All right. So now you've got a radium rifle. Yeah. All right. Nikki and Eric, the uh, goons level the rifles at you, and they open fire and shoot you dead. Okay. Wow, great game. <laughs> what the hell? Last- <laughs> you know, no, not really. And you no. spend the peril. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it seems perfectly rational. I mean, there's a lot of them and not many of us. <laughs> I spend my last point of peril, and I'm going to shoot at them with my newly acquired rifle. All right. So that's five dice, because I don't have a talent in shooting. <sighs> that didn't sound good. And I fire... Yeah, <laughs> and that's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. How many successes did you get? One. That's why. That's what? all I'm saying. I shoot at them, and uh, I. Well, no, there's no and. I shoot at them. I guess that's my. Well, I no, one. you can shoot at them. That's the thing. And like you can say, and your withering cover fire keeps them down from hitting you. Yeah. My. That's your. That's That's, your, that's my fact. Okay, I'll use that. That sounds good. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Because you already said you're going to shoot them. This is what happens when you shoot oh, them. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Big firefight down there, Ricky. Yep, well, you don't shoot me dead because I'll give you this little point, O'Peril, and whip out the plasma gun that I have under the back of my tux, and I open fire as well. Okay, roll your action. Four. <laughs> Four successes? Yes. Give me four facts about your outcome. I kill all the bad guys, and we go for a beer. <laughs> After dropping off the babe at the hospital, and we get Gina a nice stiff belt, too, because she's had a hell of a time dangling up there by a wire. No. This is a quick game. <laughs> not, not quite, Nikki. <laughs> oh, no, not quite. So, <laughs> how many goons are in front of us? There's, what, nine left? Let's say that. Yeah. I help pick up the slack of Tennessee's fire, and I take out at least three goons. No problem. Chris. Yo. Building, building's on fire. Dying Martian on stage. Lots of goons running around still. People in a panic. A blonde woman in a blonde leotard. Hanging. <laughs> in a wig. A brunette woman with a blonde wig hanging from a steel cable. <laughs> with feathers in her hair. <laughs> where is she going to San Francisco? Oh, it's flowers. Never mind. Are you asking me what I do, or are you doing something nasty to me? I'm asking what you're doing. So I gave the package away. And he's got skills to make it invisible. Yep. So I'm going to run back over to the um, Martian girl. Mm-hmm. And can I make one of the goons come up upon us? Sure. They're swarming I'm the trying stage to put anyway. myself into peril. All right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh my God, Martian goon. Put it. Point of peril. Martian goons charging right at you. 
So I run over to the girl and I crouch down to try to protect her. And a Martian goon comes up onto the stage and t- starts taking shots at me. All right. Do you want to spend that peril to uh, have an effect on him? Well, I thought you'd say he shoots me dead and then I spend peril. Oh, he's actually going to clock you in the head with the butt of his rifle and grab the girl. Okay, now I'll spend peril. And I'm going to try to dodge him and kind of sidestep to get behind him and then put him in a headlock. Okay, roll your uh, action. Action? Uh-huh, yeah, sorry. Are we boring you? Did I get another point of peril when I... Um, I gave you a point of peril when you said that he was coming up to the run on you. So then I spin it, so I'm still at two. Okay. I got one success. All right. So I'm able to dodge him, but I'm not able to get the headlock on him. Right. That's what happens. He does not clock you in the head. Right. Uh, but he notices that the girl does not have the package. He's like, er? Of course not. He knows that I have the package. He points, there it is over there. Not peril to you. Yeah. I look up and say, Gina, you got galleys yourself. <laughs> I reach and grab a cloth, which we use for in our, in our show, yank it up and wrap it around myself so they're completely shrouded. And then using my stealth skill, I'm going to, well, disappear using magic. Why don't you roll that uh, peril there? Yep. Be a mystery. And stealth. Yep, and stealth. All right. One, two, three, four, five successes. Five All right, successes. So, yeah, so I succeed in vanishing before their eyes. The cloth just drops and hits the ground. They're all staring around. Next fact. Staring around, stupefied, going, what? That can't happen. Gina reaches up and pulls herself up and, and shinnies up the wire up into the... Uh, overhead uh, system in the stage. Meanwhile, backstage, I'm popping out from behind the curtain looking for an exit, and I see an exit, and I run for it. Okay. Because I have no fighting skill. <laughs> no problem. I look around, and feel free to break in here, because I have no peril. So I'm just going to go until you stop me with your own input. I well, look just ar- put yourself in peril. Just put yourself in peril. Well, I have something I want to do that... Okay. Okay. I'll shut, I'll I shut look up. around. I look around at all the goons with the rifles and all the flames in the building, and I say, "Ah, oh, to hell with this!" And reach into my satchel, which all archaeologists have on them, and pull out a rather large-looking device with several big buttons on it. And I press one of the buttons, and my flying car crashes through the side of the building as people leap out of its way and flies toward. Well, I start moving toward the car, and vice okay. versa. Yeah, that happens, except peril. <laughs> Part of the wall falls on you as it crashes through. Pinning me down. Pinning you down. Oh! It is. <laughs> okay, it's cool. about that time. <laughs> I love this game, by the way. Go on. Okay, good. Uh... It's about that time that you hear from above you where that dirigible hangs in the sky. Human interlopers. And uh, Phantom, you can see this as well outside in the alley there. Oh, yeah, I'm kind of beat feet. <laughs> Return to me, the beast of Skotos, or this entire city will burn. So says Varzik, warlord of Mars. Varzik. Do I know what the beast of Skotos is? Uh, you can spend a peril and roll science. Or, uh, want to waste a peril on that? Mystery, actually. 
Well, I don't know if it's such a waste, considering it's the crux of the story. We might yeah. want to have somebody know what the hell the thing is. I will spend peril. Can I add my detective skill? Uh, no. Okay. You're not detective. It's mystery, correct? Yep, mystery. What, what did you say? I wasn't a detective? Not detective. No, it's not. You're not detecting something. This is. And you can't. You can't add a skill from another category. You don't have anything that really help with this. Well, just wondering, can you, if you're ready to roll in against mystery, add a skill from science, if it applied? You could, yes. Okay, that was my question. If you <laughs> have like research or library knowledge, I'd let you toss it in there. Two successes. Okay. What do you know? I know that it's a destructive device that can basically waylay a planet. That's one. Yep. And it can only be activated by a Martian girl. Yep. Phantom, about that time, uh, you yeah. know, in the hustling and bustling part of the burlap wrapping on that package has slipped. You see uh, something looks like a gold tentacle gleaming in the uh, moonlight. Ooh, gold. I wonder if I can pawn this. <laughs> I just wanted you to put it in your hat and make it go away. No, 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 no. he's got you know, his 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 girlfriend's up in the rafters now, trying to get out, get, get away from the fire. Yeah, nice one. Big <laughs> Tom, this is the last time you leave me in a burning building again. <laughs> we have to row. Can we communicate with the dirigible? You can try shouting. <laughs> A radio array somewhere. <laughs> can I be using my diplomacy and my talent for little white lies to communicate with the warlord and the dirigible? Well, if you could find a way to talk to him, yes, you could try that. Oh, there's a flying car sitting right there. Flying car sitting right there with its owner pinned under a burning oh. beam. Be <laughs> <laughs> right back, here. my fellow. I'm borrowing this, but I'll return it promptly. Oh, no, don't take my car! <laughs> Jump in the car. Oh, can I pick up Gina on the way? Here we go, my good girl. Jump in the seat. Jump in the seat. No, no. <laughs> yeah. But I just want to address the esteemed warlord Varshik with my talent for diplomacy and little white lies and say, my good sir, we are... Yes, absolutely. Good. You can jump into the car and fly up there. No problem. But you, I can't... But It takes my last peril point to actually no, address no, the nope. warlord. Nope, I'll let you do it. I'll let you go up there and fly up there at the car, no problem. Oh, shit. And then you're going to blast... I'll leave and let you grab Gene on the way if you wanted to. Yes, I, 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 well, I will. What the hell? Somebody's got to save her, poor oh, sorry oh, Can I spend peril to get into that car? Yes, Jump are you going to try and jump in? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I find this strangely ironic. The only person not getting in the car is the one who summoned the damn thing in the first place. Well, yeah. wait, perhaps I, I can drive that That's car. I haven't done anything. I kind of think it's funny, so I'm letting it. Wait, wait, wait. And, I can and the great Phantom's out in the alleyway right now, so you know. He's, he's... No, the grappling hook catches the wall and pulls the wall off of you, so at least you're free. Uh, no, no, let me make peril for that. Oh, rats! <laughs> so what do I have to roll to jump into this car when it flies by? Uh, you can jump in. Do I, I spend peril to do it? I'll let you jump in. Oh, okay. So I'm going to jump in. Mind Don't if I drive? Him. He's being awfully generous here. <laughs> so right now, so they fly up. Eric, you're alone in the burning building. 
with a bunch We're of goo in your car with one peril point. How, how Lovely. Yeah, you got two now because you are alone in the building <laughs> with a bunch of goons. Someone's stolen your car. Borrowed. <laughs> Just borrowed. My good fellow will be right back. That's my yeah, life for the day. If we leave the marsh, and I'm still pinned you know? down to the ground with this burning. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're pinned to the ground in a burning building with a lot of goons around you. <laughs> Lovely. Did you take the Martian girl with you? Could I? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I would yeah. if I could. I didn't know I how far nothing. I could push that. Nope, that's all right. Uh, yeah, I grab her and throw her into. Okay. Yeah, I'm just sitting I'm there looking the guy. See a flying car. Zoom out of the front of the building. Goons look down. You look up. They go. <laughs> Ooh, it's a good we... show. Oh, <laughs> see. Wait a minute. Hold I... on. Let's see if Eric can get out of this particular. I. My rifle is just out of reach, and I stretch my arm to grab it. Spend peril. Would this be action, you think? What are you trying to do? I'm going to try and get the gun and shoot the uh, wall so that I can break it apart so I can get up. Okay, you can grab the gun. You go ahead and spend the peril to shoot the wall and all that stuff. All right, so that's... uh... As the goons advance on you with aimed rifles. Okay. Five dice. <laughs> One success. Good, good, good. <laughs> two successes. Two su- God dang it. Only two. <laughs> These dice suck. Okay. What's the new ones? These are the only six ciders I have. Well, <laughs> not my fault. Um, <laughs> you didn't play champions. You played champions. And that's simply what you will you. <laughs> Back in my Shadowrun <laughs> days, I got one of those bricks of about 36-sided dice. That's what I need. Um, maybe going on to Chessex.com Hello? when we're done here. Anyway. Uh, okay, so I grab the gun. I fire. The radium blast pulverizes the wall that is pinning me and singes as I get up my... my I have to brush down my uh, my jacket because it is being burned by the uh... that was a really stupid way to spend one of my facts okay I (laughs) (laughs) my my jacket being singed I really think I may have used up all the skypes (laughs) did you drop again? did it get dropped again? oh jeez last thing I heard was me yelling at Eric at not having enough d6s do-over. That's right, I get a do-over. <laughs> that's, that's fine, I wasn't here. <laughs> we got top two. Uh, okay, so I fire the radium rifle, which pulverizes the wall that was pinning me down, and as I bolt to my feet, Fedora still firmly in place, I might add. Strangely of course, enough. that doesn't cost a fact. No, I figured, i just throwing it in for embellishment. Nope. Uh, That's Blair. And I fire the rifle at several of the goons, dropping them to the floor. All right. The goons do a firing retreat as they fall back out the doors, noticing that you don't have the artifact. Mm-hmm. Apparently a flying car does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where it must have went, because it disappeared from the stage. Oh, that's right. So I follow them out of the burning building. <laughs> yeah, Phantom... Yes. As you're around the corner out of the alley, you see the black-clad minions of death come stumbling out of the theater. 
firing mm-hmm. on their way out. I pull into the shadows. Right. One of them turns. He's the one who actually saw me on the stage, and he looks and goes, There he is! Of course, I'm standing there with the package in my hands. Yep. <laughs> Carol. Oh, yeah. I smile. With a twirl of my cloak, I run like mad. I'm going to try to lose them in the back alleyways, which I happen to know for, for some reason. And there's a chase down there now. You know, gunshots shooting around me, you know, both blasting the occasional stray cat. I'm going to try to lose them in the alleyways. They are they are keeping hot on your tails there, unless you uh, want to spend some peril. I will spend a peril. All right. So can I get to use stealth again for this? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, so it's spending apparel, which means he yep. loses Mystery an article of clothing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> down to three peril. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> That's a damn good roll too. It's like three sixes as wow. well. <laughs> All right, so okay, let's see how I can do this. So first fact, yeah. I, I take out a couple of them by when I run down the hall, down there. I'm running, we're running now, we're running through the international district. So it's, you know, this is being a, a human city. Then this is one's got you know, some Chinese places and so forth. And I'm coming down. I see a double door. I knock on the top as I run past. Door opens up and takes out a goon. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I grab trash can lids that go along, collecting them, and then as I turn a corner, I throw them. Flipped over so they're upside down, which makes them harder to walk over if you try to run on them. And next fact, and of course it succeeds. Several of them hit those trash cans and go flying, you know, well, ass over tea kettle. <laughs> but it's still got some pursuers on my tail. You know, a couple a couple shots singe my cloak. I'm like, damn, I got paid for that. <laughs> 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 then I turn down a dark alleyway and then I notice that there is a dumpster. I jump in the dumpster and pull it close as they all run on by not seeing where I am. Nice. That all your facts? Yeah. Back in the car. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Lord Swift. Yes? You're driving, Swift. Life in the car is kind of like this. Ah! And one giant barrel roll because apparently I don't know how to drive a flying car. I was just going to say something about that. Damn <laughs> So I, I think perhaps point, it would. Be- point of peril. Yeah, I don't know if you heard that, but <laughs> what was that? I think he did what? Got a point of peril. Actually, so does Chris, and he's in trouble too. <laughs> because I can't drive this car. That's right. So- because you're flying out of control. <laughs> so, well, well, My you know- dear sir, can I drive, please? No, no. I'm sure I can figure it out. I'm sure. Maybe if I just. No, pull- no. We're gonna die if you continue to drive. <laughs> So I, I do insist. I, would, I point I would the ray gun at him. I, I would love oh, oh damn! And suddenly, in front I don't want to die. In front of Tennessee, wouldn't that be great? All right, wheels all yours, and poom, we flop right down in front of Tennessee Jackson. <laughs> oh, convenient! Yes. And I fly back up. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know what's his car. Nope. <laughs> I don't know him. Tennessee Jackson's eyes get all big and wide. It's like, yay, my car! And then it zips right back up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but hey, I don't you have that, 
I am not without resources, so I get my remote back out and hit the button, sending the car flying back down toward... Uh, the remote's been pretty bashed up. I don't think it works. For a peril point? Oh, okay. Well, maybe. <laughs> Science. Okay, that's four. And I have vehicle as one of my talents. Can I apply the uh, two dice yeah. from that? Okay. Can I write or can I roll opposed to that? You certainly can. Oh, because I see that some type of remote function is kicked in. Because you know I'm a man of science, of course, and I do have drive also and automobile. All right, uh, science and drive. (laughs) So I'm going to try to override. I have repair also. That go driver. It doesn't matter. It's going to be plus two on either. Right. Use. So, you're rolling seven dice. Does he have to spend a point of peril for that? Yes, he does. Oh, my God. <laughs> I spent a point. Six, six, two, four, 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 and I got one more die. Yet. A five. You creamed me. How many successes yeah. did you get? Six. Okay, you got six successes. How many successes did you get, Eric? Two. Two? All right. Oh. Now, here's how it works with a, with a contested roll. You guys get to bid to see who wants to get the first part of the narrative, who gets to state the first fact. Chris, since you got the high roll, you get to bid how many you want. Ooh. I'll bid three. You He's bastard. <laughs> I can't. No, you, okay, you get it. I can't. I don't have enough okay. to. Uh, Not bidding. That. <coughs> oh. So I reach down under the dashboard and I yank out the remote control function. There you go. Crunch. Mm. And <laughs> continue to fly upward. Okay, hold on. So, okay. Oh, so you're now- We've now you've got three uh, two successes. You've got two successes, uh, and we do bidding again. I'll spend one. One. You know what? I'll let him have it because I want to see what he does. All right. So that puts you down to two. What's your next? I am going to try to fly the car away from the big ship up above. Away from the big ship. All right. I'm not following this idiot that wants to use diplomacy. <laughs> it has guns I'm very good at it, you know. Okay. I, I don't doubt you at all, but I want to live. You got two and two here. All right. Well, that's going to be interesting because I'm throwing in my two. I'm going to let you have it. Okay. All right. As he's flying the car away, I desperately summon my strength and leap into the air. You know, we never established exactly how high this flank is. We'll say it's close to the ground. <laughs> or no, Josh should say that. I'm overstepping my bounds. I'll be Desperate. nice if you say, yeah, it is. Thank you. He leaps on top of the car. Or at least it's in whip distance. Oh, that's, you know what? Can I read? That's even better. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Katamono. Okay. He whips onto the car. <laughs> yeah, that's freaking awesome. Okay, and... and something, so- something heavy has landed on top of the car there, Chris. Like a whip? That's not heavy. No, no, no but the, whip, the, the person. Pulling, yeah. Oh, he I laid it on the car to, and then whipped yeah. it. No, I whipped, well, he whipped it. Get, he whipped it and slipped onto the car. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And you got one I look at um, Lord Montgomery Swift, and I say, "Here, I'm driving. Could you shoot him with this laser gun?" <laughs> My good sir, I don't believe so. He's an archaeologist, not really a scientist. <laughs> I'll try and help him into the car. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can I spend my two final points to have them both fall out at the same time? Oh, yes, you may. So <laughs> I'm not going to. That's too mean. <laughs> you know, Gina's sitting there. You know, well, that's Gina's right. He's the, 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 the market. 
sir. I do. Yeah. Can I swerve the car in a way to give Eric apparel? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So I so I see that Montgomery. This is my next fact. I see Lord Montgomery Swift is not going to shoot him with the ray gun. Uh huh. So I jerk the wheel to the right really quick, imbalancing the car at an angle, and I jerk Ooh. it back real quick to put right. Eric at a peril. Peril for Eric. You're dangling from your fingertips from the door of the car. Actually, you got eagle wing doors. Yes. They come flipping open as he does a barrel roll, and now you're hanging upside down from it. And uh, Lord Montgomery Swift comes tumbling out, too. <laughs> also hanging, who's now hanging onto your elbows, or onto your ankles. Peril <laughs> oh. for Nikki. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I love this game. Yeah, me too. That's <laughs> you awesome. See this yeah. You see this all from your perch below, or from your height. <laughs> Well, I open up the my, uh, after I open up the dumpster. I look around, make sure the coast is clear. It does I, look clear. Yes. I climb all the dead fish parts and and stuff. There's a Thai restaurant nearby. Uh, oh, that sounds good. Climb out. Talking about Thai food, sir. Yeah. Damn it. Shaking off some of the more distressing bits. I'm looking at the... Okay, which way I need to go? That way. I go down the alleyway. I go to the open street. Of course, this is a your stereotypical Chinese street with, you know, pagodas and crap like that. I've never seen one like that, but that's what it's... Uh, like in the it's movies. <laughs> yeah. I can look around going, I need to find a place to, hi- this, to hide out for a bit before I can find what to do with this thing. And I, as I'm working my way down the street, I look up and I see the goons coming the opposite direction. This, you know, looking around, looking, see where the heck I disappeared to, and uh, and then of course, woman spots me. And, and but now there's a street full of people, <laughs> and me between them. And I think woman starts taking shots at me, and I start diving for cover, right. and then try, trying to basically got to deal with these stupid goons. I just can't run away from them. They're gonna hunt me down unless I unless I can get away from them. So that's. So I'm going to try to find... Point of peril. Yeah, I'm going to spend a point of peril. <laughs> to uh, grab well, onto you, you my angles as we fly you get, past. <laughs> get a point of peril. Point of peril. I dive into into a shop, which happens to be a firework shop. And I smile. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, so I grab some fireworks. Uh, I said, um, I pull out my wallet, take out some money, just slap it down. I hope that covers this. I grab some firecrackers on a string. I grab a uh, couple Roman candles, and I look around. I see this thing called the bomb. Okay, I grab that, and I run out the door, lighting the firecrackers and tossing them off the alleyway. And I said, "You better run for it because there's cops coming." And then the firecrackers start going off. And then I grab one of the Roman candles, light it, and start aiming in a direction, and just start firing a Roman candle at them. <laughs> there you go. The Roman candles kind of ping and pound off their uh, black battle armor. It doesn't seem to affect them yeah. much. Or yeah. slow their approach. Yeah. Uh, Can we go a little um, later since we've been having to contend with Skype being stupid? Yeah, I'm fine with that if everyone else is. Nikki? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so I might have to go and get too. my um my power cord because we're not going to be able to finish. We're not going to be able to finish this regardless. Well, you know the great yeah. thing is if we leave it, we have it for next week in case somebody doesn't show up. We you know, if John or Eric or whoever doesn't show up, uh, you know, you've got all the characters, Josh. So we could just give Pat a character for, yeah, and let him play. True. 
Ooh, there's, let him play whoever's missing. Right. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yep. All right. And we did what we so, set out to do. We wanted to see if we liked this game, and we and I think it's pretty anonymous. You? I think it's awesome, yeah. yeah. Here's yep. the thing, and uh, unfortunately, keep in mind, I've been kind of... Okay, here's the thing. I love John Wick, and I like the games. I would probably like this better if I had read it through more thoroughly rather than the 10-minute half-read that I had to redo here. Yeah, but you did a hell of a job. I don't think you're missing anything, really. I mean... Yeah, it's. Uh, the, I'm trying to get the timing down a little better on mm-hmm. the mechanics timing. Here, here's my main thing. It's like it takes stuff from, uh, and, and it takes quite, quite readily. He says this. He takes stuff from Octane, which I like Octane. And he takes stuff from Spirit of the Century. Love Spirit of the Century. I'm not sure that those two games require mixing. I, I'm not convinced. I like the game, but I'm not convinced. I would. I don't have a real reason to play this instead of playing Octane or Spirit of the Century. Well, why would you choose this over Wushu? Or Wushu, yeah. That's yeah, the thing, that's that's the thing yeah. about it, is why would you choose this yeah. game over one of those? And in some ways, I prefer Wushu because it gives you a finite... Um, you know, you've got the threat rating, and you've or you've got yeah. the chi of the characters, so you have a way of saying, here's how, far, how, here's how we know how far this is going to go until it's, until it's able to be stopped. Yeah, there's a horribly articulated sentence, but I hope I mean it. Yeah, I mean, I agree, because that's the problem. There's nothing wrong with the game, but I don't know why I would play this rather than Wushu or Octane or Spirit of the Century. Hmm. Yeah, because in in any of those games, particularly, well, I guess Octane as well, but I'm thinking mainly Wushu and Satsi, because you you can put yourself in peril and you get... get, Penal, uh, not penal, not the you put yourself in and you get yourself out every single time. Yeah. yeah. Put yourself in, put yourself I mean, out. I can just see this being... Self like, in being well, the thing is, for the wrong. for the whole thing like here where it's got like the GM declares what's happening unless you do this, I think I like how Octane does it better where you get either player full control, GM full control, or a mixture of the GM yeah. butt or the player butt. Um, yeah. With that said, that's why I am looking more forward to trying... Uh, uh, Wilderness of Mirrors because it does use Octane's system. But you kind of get that with this sale. too because the thing that you're you, not because you, you do you because I think that's how we manage of it. No, no. I mean, I, I'm not yeah. saying this as a this is not a finger point. It's just a, I'm just saying you haven't been taking advantage of it. But when when it says a person gets three facts about the in, the outcome, you can come back with three more facts about the outcome that could yeah. either yeah why not. Yeah. It doesn't say. I expected. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, my like I said, part of it's probably also because my brain's not firing really well right now. <laughs> it's okay. But it's a lot of fun. I've yeah. had a great well, time. Well, that's the important thing. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I mean, the only thing I would say is why choose this over Wushu when you could do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the only the only thing I like about this that Wushu doesn't do is it, I think in this this game more than any of the other ones it does encourage you to come up with ways to put your character in peril. That is true. With Wushu, it's all about being badass, and they say, and you can get extra dice for putting your character in peril, but you get extra dice for doing almost anything in Wushu, so... Yeah, Yeah, I see your point. That's true. I I, I do like the fact that you get bonuses for putting your character in trouble, because Lord knows we all like doing that. I I I like to put other characters into trouble. I think if I was more prepared, and not even like prepared as like figuring out what I was going to do, because basically I had a three sentences written out on what I was going to do, <laughs> um, and that's how much I ever have for anything. 
mostly just trying to get the right. It's mostly by preparing. I mean, getting it's almost meditative and like getting the right. Getting mind. your head yeah. wrapped around it. Well, yeah, and yeah. also uh, in this kind of game, think, I have to I have to read through it and figure out how the how the timing mechanic works. Hey guys, I'm sorry, but I gotta go because my battery is just about dead. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. no, talk amongst yourselves by all means. Thank Take you so care, much, Nikki. Josh, and I'll catch sure. y'all sure. later. See you next week. See you Wednesday. Bye. Um, well, but the thing that I, I think, damn, I had a really intelligent, well thought point, and I can't remember what it was now. Um, Blame it on Nikki. Oh, 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 that's what I was gonna. Say. The uh, the thing is with this kind of game, I think it almost behooves you not to prepare too much because there's because of the fact that it's so easy for a for a player. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not talking about. Yeah, I'm not talking about uh, actual like plot prep or anything. I'm talking about more about. Getting my head into like how the system works. Yeah. Type yeah. But I I love games yeah. like this where you can take the hook that a player, like the whole thing with the okay, somebody in the crowd puts a gun to my head. I mean, if yeah, you, yeah, you were able to work that in, but if you hadn't, you could be like, ooh, I can run with that. And I love games that let you let you. I guess. Oh, oh, same here. And I, I really fate I, does that too. I just never really thought of it because usually with fate Trust points, me, it's you're hard to do. It's hard to go back and play D and D third edition with, with that. <laughs> yeah. Kind of yeah. Oh yeah. Like, what do you mean? I can't spend a point of something and say I find a hammer. You know. Mm-hmm. What, oh, do yeah, you mean? Like what do you mean? I don't know. I don't get to say I know this orc warlord from time and the past. Oh yeah, I mean we I've, we played a variant of Savage Worlds where we used some of the hero points, uh, the hero point system from from uh, Truth and Justice, you know. So yeah, I know mm-hmm. a guy, stuff like that. You know, yeah, you know, it's a, but it means you actually need more bennies because you only get three bennies and it really calls for at least five or more bennies. Oh yeah, if you're gonna those, add that rule, and certainly you want to add more yeah. bennies, so you can have more yeah. to play with. Yeah, but you know, it definitely uh, took care of us tonight. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That was a yeah. good hour. Because I was going to leave with a, with, a, with a cliffhanger where, you know, uh, where you know, the, the goons are shooting at him. He smiles. He sits down the bomb. It says, do not use within 100 feet of, of people. Ah. <laughs> and there are people all over the place. Yeah, I know. But I'm also standing underneath the big traditional arch they have into, the, into Chinatown. And that's where I put the bomb and light it and back away. <laughs> To be and continued. Continued. Yeah. No, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And like I said, I, I, I like it. It's just I'm not I'm not sold on it as a substitute for Wushu or yeah. or Octane yet. Yeah, you're more yeah, well, Wushu. Octane for me is very meh. I I just I know I'm not to be honest, I'm not even a big I like Octane, but there's some things that just does it doesn't it doesn't mm. There's certain buttons for me it doesn't tweak yet. Yeah. Wushu, I dig. Wushu, Wushu's I like. my favorite. Yeah, I agree. Wushu's my favorite out of all these systems I've seen so far. No. And I love the setting for Octane, but with that, but you could easily, I mean, with <laughs> no effort at all, because he's got all those rolls right there, you could turn Octane into a Wushu game, like, in with very little effort. Yeah. yeah. I, I think no. of the three, I like Wushu better still. Yeah. And Chamber, what I'd is rather this? run. Given the option, I'd rather run this this setting, this game with Satsi. Yeah. yeah. Or Fate, but that's because yeah. right now I'm a Fate maybe yeah. fanatic. Yeah. Well, I think I'm just I'm, Go ahead, well, John. I'm just trying to remember. I'm just trying to remember. Is Wizards Exalted use again? Uh, modified storyteller. Okay, I'm just trying to think. I remember. This, uh, I remember I was playing. I think it was Wushu where 
one of these it was an, it was a variant where you get the bank dice if you roll double if you roll doubles or series if you roll like three tens you get to bank those dice instead of using them That's for neat. use later huh i can't remember if it's wushu or it was a wushu variant or it was something else because i think i saw that also in exalted uh, uh it's been not it wasn't an exalted one it might have been in second edition i'm trying to have but haven't read it's or, the one that takes place during world war ii basically it's the same no, that's not world exalted that's not what a, is that? That's not. That sounds like God. Yeah. Are you saying God sent agenda? No. Oh, it could be Godlike because that uses detail. Yeah, Godlike. Godlike. That's it. It's Godlike. Yeah. You're right. God, Godlike. Yeah, that's the one rule in. Yeah. No. Exalted is is a uh, high fantasy. Uh, okay. Well, I think I'm gonna take off too. I think I'm gonna go off too. My throat's killing me. God, All right. All right. Yep. Good night, guys. Yeah. Okay. Good night. Good night. Yep. yep. Good Bye. game, Josh. Thank you.